Hi, and thank you for joining us today. Um, today's topic is gluten. So there's so many doctors that say there's nothing wrong with eating gluten. Um, and there's the other side that says no one should eat gluten. Um, and for me, I know I cannot eat gluten. Um, so Daniel, what are your thoughts on gluten? Well, you know, it's, it's a very controversial topic. I mean, for myself personally, <clears throat> my wife, her grandmother had a severe allergy to gluten. When she would eat it, she would have to go to the bathroom and she would have, you know, like loose bowel movements. And so then my wife thought, well, maybe I'm allergic. Maybe it's genetic. So when she would eat gluten, she would get really bad sinus infections. But when she got off the gluten, she wouldn't get the infections. And then for myself, I thought, well, when I eat it, I get bloated and lethargic. So maybe I'm allergic to it. So I stop eating it and I don't get bloated and lethargic anymore. After, you know, but there's also different theories. You know, you've heard of people who could go to Europe and they can eat gluten over there and they do fine. They come back home and they eat it and it gives them symptoms again. And so some people say maybe it's because of the Roundup we use in America on the wheat crops. And maybe they don't use it over in Europe. I don't, but anyway, see, I'm, it's a complicated topic, but, and there's other studies showing that the people just simply cannot uh, digest the proteins and gluten. So I think it's a bad, or, I mean, the Roundup, just Roundup alone, you don't want to eat that. So what do you think, Jennifer? Right. <clears throat> yeah, so I totally agree. And I think here, it has been hybridized over yeah. and over again, the wheat to transform the forms. And I know like Dr. Tom O'Brien and he always references Dr. Alessano, I'm gonna butcher his name. Anyway, who says that everyone has issues with gluten that gluten damages the intestinal lining. So it's like, you know, getting up and bumping your knee you heal the next day, you're fine. But if you eat gluten several times a day, every single day, bumping your knee that many times, you can see it causes that much damage over and over and over again. And when it comes to here in Europe, you know, I don't know what the difference is. You know, maybe it is all the chemicals we use. Maybe their flowers haven't, their grains they're used to make the flowers haven't been hybridized as many times or transformed as many times. I don't yeah. know. We don't know what the protein structure does to the body when we change <clears> these <throat> proteins. So like we have the wheat and then we hybridize it and it's still wheat, but the structures changed a little bit. And, you know, how does that connect to the different structures in our body? You know, those, all those biochemical pathways, are they going to attach? What else needs to be changed in our body? to create it i don't know you know, well, it's I, really I don't know. Not, and america is really not in the original form like you're saying so it's almost like a processed food we don't know i think i've read that it's been hybridized over 100 times in america oh wow so oh, wow. what yes. is it now it's definitely not the the wheat that the bible talked about right well then, so Dr. O'Brien talks about the different forms of gluten, the different proteins in gluten. So there's several different proteins. So even people who go and have um, testing done, if they don't test 
all the different types of protein, you can get a negative test back saying that you are not sensitive to it. Um, whereas if they had tested a different protein, you would be sensitive to it. I know he uses the, I don't promote products, but the gut zoomer um, or gut zoomer plus something like that, that shows you all the different uh, gluten proteins and how your body reacts to different proteins. And I, I find it quite fascinating. So he says that even like, so a lot of people say, well, what if you just eat the ancient grains, you know, because of the hybridization? And he said, it doesn't matter which form of the grain is going to have the same protein in it. Um, and so if you are sensitive to, I don't know, I'm gonna make this up, gliadin something, something like yeah, that. Yeah. A gliadin protein, well, that same gliadin protein is going to be in the ancient grain too. And so it doesn't matter, yeah. you know, if you're sensitive to it, you're sensitive to it. Yeah. It's one of those things that a lot of us don't want to come to terms with because I used to love to eat wheat. And I know you did too. I love bread and I made bread. I made yeah. bread. I made bread and muffins and pizza crust, breadsticks, bagels every single weekend. I mean, on the weekend, that's what I did. I baked up a bunch of different gluten products yeah yeah <laughs> for us so, during the week we had bread we probably had more bread than we had cheese <laughs> <laughs> so i think that's why it's so hard for us well i don't really have an allergy to it because it is it is a very it's a staple food but right. if it is killing you if it if it's creating chronic inflammation in your body you need to get rid of it because that's going to lead to illness somewhere down the road Exactly. If you already have, so if it, every time you eat it, it's like bumping your knee, <laughs> you already have problems with your knee. You uh, don't need to keep bumping your knee. Uh -uh. And so if you have inflammation anywhere in your body, so a lot of people will say, I don't have any problems with gluten. Yeah. I eat it and I don't have any problems. So they don't realize that shoulder pain uh -huh. or that neck pain or that arthritis in their foot is related to their gluten. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And so many autoimmune diseases are related to it too, mm -hmm. because of leaky gut. And I, I don't know how many people in America have leaky gut, but I have a feeling that it is a quite a large number of people, oh, yeah. especially when you look at the standard American diet. And especially when you look at what is it? Seven is over 70% of Americans are overweight now. Oh yeah. I mean, they're eating all the processed foods and leading to gut inflammation. And then how many people have um, GI problems? You know, so maybe you don't even know you have a GI problem because your body, you know, we have all these nerve endings in there, but where do those nerve endings go? They might be somewhere else in the body. So you don't realize it's your gut. It's something else. You're feeling it somewhere else in your body. Yeah, we're talking about that this morning where- Yes, we were. How a full colon, can cause like see it can cause back pain or shoulder pain because it could be pressing on the nerves that go to that certain part of the body so mm -hmm. gluten can definitely do a number on your gut health and we talk about jennifer and i how important that is and i think they're even linked it to am i correct it could cause leaky gut if you eat too much gluten yes so every time so you're inside like this is your intestinal walls it goes through and there's these finger-like projections mm -hmm. um, in there that help move things along and attract nutrients and absorb nutrients but as we eat protein they get worn down I mean the gluten it wears them down and so then there's less to absorb and then they get worn down some more and there's less to absorb 
until it's like this. And there's now, instead of damaging those fingers, we're damaging the holes. And so that causes leaky gut. So now nutrients can get through here because we keep damaging and it goes into your bloodstream. And so then those proteins go into um, areas where they're not supposed to be in all of your fighters in there. They're like, wait a minute, what the heck is this? They see this foreign substance. They don't know it's food. This food's not supposed to be on the other side of the intestines. And so then it starts attacking and wherever that protein goes, that's what's going to get attacked. And so a lot of times in like autoimmune thyroid disease, the gluten is attached to the thyroid and the body's attacking um, that protein. But just like if we were outside shooting at a bunch of people right now, we would hit them some of the time, but we'd miss them some of the time. That's what's happening in here too. I'm not recommending anybody should don't go out and shoot anybody. <laughs> I don't even have a gun. <laughs> don't do that. But it, what I'm saying is it's attacking that, but it doesn't, it's not accurate. It's going to be missing and damaging um, other parts of the body too. And so I'm just talking about the thyroid, but it could be, it could be brain cells. And so your body could be attacking uh, proteins that are in your brain, because unfortunately, sometimes they can get through that blood brain barrier and uh, attack different parts of the body. Wow. It's just not worth it. <laughs> no. and, uh, you know, and like you were saying, I think that everybody has a low level problem with it now, like that doctor was saying. I've heard that before. And I've also seen a link that if you're allergic to gluten, you're probably also allergic to milk proteins because I think they have a similar structure. And of course, we yes. don't we don't uh, teach. We also teach dairy is not good as well. That's just one of the reasons. But um, so what do you think about gluten free products? I mean, I know the products are just processed, but have you ever tried baking with gluten-free? You ever experimented? Yes, I've made all of the gluten-free products um, because I gave up gluten several times. And I think a lot of people give it up. They give it up for a few weeks or maybe even a few days and go, I haven't noticed a difference. And they go back to eating it or yeah. they give it up and then they feel really awful. And they're like, oh, I gave up gluten and now I feel sick. So I had to eat my bread. <laughs> and so we need to talk about that too. But yeah. yes, so that, I've, when I first started, I could not find replacements. They just would not give me the right uh, flavor profile or texture or whatever. And then I finally mastered it and it's really good. But it's such a, an extremely highly processed food. Extremely. Oh, yeah. Most gluten-free products are made with rice flour. So you might as well be oh. putting sugar. I mean, just... It's called that sugar. Rice flour, called that sugar. Tapioca flour, called that sugar. Arrowroot or what is it that I use arrowroot in place of? Um, it's not corn. Is it corn flour? Cornstarch. Cornstarch. Cornstarch, tapioca, they are interchangeable. Call them sugar. They're all sugar. And then if you're making like a gluten-free vegan donut, then you're using rice flour, tapioca flour, and sugar, then you're really just using sugar, sugar, and sugar. And yeah. so that's just, those are not healthy. There's nothing healthy about these gluten-free uh, breads, pastas, bagels, nothing. Now you can make seed bagels. I make those a lot. Those are delicious. Um, or a whole buckwheat bagel, you know, where you, I buy the buckwheat groats and soak them and then grind them up and make a uh, breads or bagels with that mm, and so then you have a whole food all it is 
is the buckwheat. Or I might make it with buckwheat and sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds and quinoa maybe. And so then all it is, is buckwheat, quinoa, pumpkin seeds and sunflower seeds. I'm not processing anything. I'm not making it into flowers and drying it and stripping nutrients and things like that. It's a lot healthier um, that way. Is it something I eat all the time? Nope. Um, because I, if I did, I would start wanting that all the time. And I just yeah. want to, uh, to get back into eating things like that all the time. I want real whole fruits and vegetables. So yes. they, I mean, it's just, so we get rid of the gluten and that's what a lot of people try to do is replace it with what you're talking about with processed grains or any better. But what Jennifer's talking about, whole food, making things with whole foods. And look, it's not hard, is it, Jennifer? It's not hard. I've, I've made some of your recipes you gave me, and I'm a guy, and I, was, I did it pretty good, you know? <laughs> so it's not hard to make whole food products at home. No. And lots of guys are chefs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. I just, you know, I grew up, my mom was the cook, and, you know, my dad never cooked anything, but my mom tried to teach me a little bit because, you know, because gosh, you know how to cook too, especially yes. plant-based foods. Yes. My husband's a really great cook. He That's actually, good. he's probably a better cook than me. He just doesn't have time to, to do it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's a good skill for anybody to have. Think about it. We all have to eat. <laughs> if you yeah. want to eat healthy, you have to make your own food. That's true because it's very hard to find places that when you're out and about and if oh. you want it to be healthy then it's really hard to find places. it's almost impossible it's very rare to find a place that doesn't have too many oils it's not fried um not processed and, and things like that yeah so what is it that i said about gluten that i said i was gonna come back to um, um about something about like, um, craving cravings or maybe maybe yeah, so because, you know, when you eat gluten-free bagels or gluten-free breads and things like that, because it is so highly refined, it's so um, full of those processed foods, it does spike your blood sugar and you do want to eat it more and more. And so, and, oh, that's what I'm saying. So people who quit and then they don't feel good and they go right back to it, it's because when they're eating it, it's hitting um the part of their brain that wants it it's you know we call it a comfort food for a reason you know my youngest who's very gluten intolerant and um, we would go out to a restaurant and if you, they brought you know the loaf of bread with a dip or something there was a restaurant in savannah it's not there anymore but they had the, it was a cheese thing and a loaf of bread and she didn't even eat the cheese thing she just ate the bread she would eat the entire loaf of bread by herself <laughs> and then they bring us another one and she'd start eating it again and we'd have to take it away so that she would eat her dinner but i mean that she just is so addicted to the bread but she's very very sensitive but it's there's some people that you know if you eat bread you even if they switch to gluten-free you know they eat the gluten-free bread and then the next day they have to have the gluten-free bread and they don't feel good when they don't have it but it's we've got to break those habits and retrain the brain you know you don't have to have it if you feel sick when you gave up an unhealthy food it's not because you need that unhealthy food, you know, just like an alcoholic, they feel sick when they give up their alcohol, but you don't want to give it back to them because they feel better when they drink the alcohol. They have to get used to not having the alcohol or with caffeine, you know, you give up caffeine. Yes, you have headaches and you feel terrible for a few days, but then you start to feel better. The enzymes in your body 
start to work and process everything out for you. And then by day three, day four, you're feeling really good and you're glad you got it out of your system, but it's rough. But that same thing can happen with um, gluten too. Yeah, you got to give it time. Um, I've seen study, it, it takes what, maybe a month to break a habit? Yes. So. Yeah, so you have to do it and keep doing it, keep doing it. I mean, like you, I, I, I don't, bread's not even on my radar anymore. I just don't, I don't have it at the house. I don't eat it because it, I don't even, it's not even, I don't even think about it anymore. Yeah. You know? right. I used to live on, I used to eat the nature's, nature's own whole wheat bread. I thought that was one of the healthiest things in the world because of marketing. I had the same on whole wheat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's whole wheat, man. What could be wrong with that? <laughs> but now... I don't even touch it unless I go to my, my yearly trip to cashews and they have some gluten-free bread. That's about the only time. Yeah. And even when I make it, if I put it in the freezer, I'll make it and I'll put it in the freezer. So don't eat it all at one time, but I still will keep going back to the freezer and get it, get it because I know it's in there. So it's, mm -hmm. it goes back to, if it's in your house, it's in your mouth. Oh yeah. Highly yes. addictive. Yes. Now you, I mean, you noticed a big difference in, in your health when you got off of it, you were telling. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think I had played around with it. I had played around with it, but I was like some other people where I gave it up for a few days, didn't notice a difference. And I was doing it um, for thyroid health because I had read that I shouldn't do it for my thyroid. So I'd give it up uh, maybe even for a month. You know, I used to have to have blood work every month. So I'd give it up, go back, have blood work numbers wouldn't be any different and I'd go it's not the gluten and I'd ask my doctor and she'd say gluten has nothing to do with it there's food has nothing to do with it we don't know what has to do with it right and so I'd go back to making my bagels and my pizzas and everything else and eat that um non-stop right and so then all of a sudden I'd feel like maybe I do need to give up the gluten so I do it again and my numbers still wouldn't change so then I go back and eat all the gluten again and then when I went to my new doctor I um told her that I had migraines. I had migraines, I don't know, probably 30, 40 years. And she said, do you eat gluten? And I said, yes. And she said, you got to go off the gluten. And so I gave up the gluten and it didn't happen right away. But after like a month or so, I never had migraines again. And so I just wasn't giving it enough time and that's another thing Dr. Tom Ryan says that it takes, it can take some people up to six months to get everything out of your system. And so that goes to, you know, the people that say, well, only eat a little bit or only eat gluten on the weekends. Well, guess what? If you are someone like me, I don't have celiac disease. If you're someone like me, you might not be giving enough time to get out of your system. And so you're just going to keep that inflammation up you're not going to get any better if you sneak it in. And as a matter of fact, when I gave it up, I did not realize how many different products still have gluten. Like I didn't know soy sauce had gluten in it. And so I thought that I had given up everything with gluten. Um, and then there's some other condiments that have gluten in them sometimes too. And so you really have to watch. I mean, even your, like I used to eat ketchup, eat ketchup, like I ketchup barbecue sauce. And I could never figure out why I always got a headache when I ate something with barbecue sauce on it. And uh, it had gluten in it. And so you have to be really careful about all of your condiments. So even when I thought I was eating gluten-free, I wasn't eating gluten-free. 
you have to really watch it. I know when my grandmother or when Amy's grandmother went gluten free, <laughs> one of her daughters will always ask me, well, does this have gluten? Does this have gluten? She had no clue. I don't think she even knew what gluten was because she was like, does this Patel have gluten? I'm like, no. <laughs> but you just have to, um, oh, there's guys out there now. You know, you can probably find guys on the internet like gluten-free, waters and gluten, hidden gluten sources, because it really isn't a lot of things. I mean, it, it they use wheat for so many food products. Oh. Yes. It's so prevalent in the uh, food world, so. But yeah, so if you're doing gluten and you're having any kind of autoimmune problems or joint pain, any of that, that could be one of the culprits. <laughs> yeah, it, it probably isn't. It'd be worth giving it up and not short term. You've got to give it up for several months, several yeah. months. Yes. And so for me, my antibodies after six months, my antibodies were, you know, in the single digits. And so. Wow. It's possible, but yeah. you just have to do it longer term. And so I encourage anyone, if you have cancer or autoimmune disease, gluten is not your friend. You already have inflammation. Let it go. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. If you have any comments on gluten, please share your thoughts with us. Even if you don't agree with us, we love to hear from you. Um, subscribe to our channel and uh, let us know you're here. Thanks for joining us.